Welcome, no time to explain, gang. King Zeph here. Um, today's a little weird. We're all remote. We're doing a. Uh, I think it's the first time all of us have been remote, as opposed to just one or two of us. So it's a little awkward today. So I'm sitting in a room by myself while everybody else is sitting in a room by themselves, for the exception of Mrs. and Mr. Ivy Friction. So it's honestly, we probably know I'm doing for COVID, so we probably did this in the first place. Just know. Oh, now you want to be politically correct and uh, woke now, huh? <laughs> I got anybody. Yeah, yeah, two of y'all got antibodies. So <laughs> that's kind of funny. Anyway, King's um, F, King's F here. Anybody else want to speak? Hootie Who. Actually, speaking of Hootie Who, you saw that Master P got cereal out called Hootie Who's? No. But why is, is this a thing? <laughs> why is no, it really? it's not, no, it's a, it's a dead series. He has, he has a serial coming out uh, at the next couple months oh, yeah. called yeah. Uncle Uncle P's Hootie Hoos. And yeah, he's getting them in, uh, he's trying to get him into the grocery stores now too. I just listened to the Breakfast Club interview. Mm-hmm. He's got, uh, he's got some shoes coming out too. Sold at your local Bojangles. <laughs> and yes, that is a, ch- that is a real place for those that don't live in the South. <laughs> That's so true. This, this thing is about money. You know, like you would think, hey, let's make this serious. Like, Mr. P, he's such a good businessman. Yeah, they were talking to him. They asked him a question. They were like, oh, Master P, how do you feel about 100% ownership? You know, black people are always pushing about owning your own stuff and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, that's the dumbest shit in the world. If I own the majority of it, I own it. That's all that matters. Yeah. Checkmate. <laughs> he, 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 no, he, he was like, he was like, uh, what did he say? He said, oh, he was uh, owning a hundred. You can own 100% of nothing. He was yeah, like, that's exactly. stupid. <laughs> exactly. I own 50% of, the, 50% of a billion dollars. I don't have a billion dollars. Like, if you you try to own something, but you don't let other people in who know what they're doing, you you go nowhere. You need other people to uh to have a successful business. Like, so that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, man, forget black business. Is that, is that where we're going with this point? No, no, <laughs> no. Black. What? I am. I am. Shot no. white. Oh, okay. all right. Damn, son. <laughs> Where'd you find this? <laughs> On 2021 of Black History. <laughs> Well, you know what? Speaking of Master P and, and black businesses and, and, and not the anti-black business statement that uh, Ego just said, it is Black History Month in 2021. If it ain't white, it ain't right. <laughs> Why do I feel like this is going to be filled with a lot of racial epithets being thrown out there just because? Friction, are you wearing your, uh, your I'm Blackity Black shirt at the moment? I am not. I am not wearing mine. I should wear mine, though. I'm about to get mine now. <laughs> He's about to throw it on it as we speak. I got my guy, but if it ain't if it ain't caught, wait, hold on, never mind. I'll be back. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> my man's just missing. <laughs> he walked in the room and walked back out. Hey, I wasn't. <laughs> well, leave it to Suchi to do Suchi like things. But anyway, back on on to more serious notes. It's Bike History Month, month of February, the shortest month of the year. In America, our trash excuse of what we call Black History Month. How's everybody uh, celebrating or taking things so far? Even though it's only what day six or seven of the, it's the seventh. So what does that even mean? Celebrating Black History Month? What does that? What? What? What is that? They give it. How do you? How does one celebrate Black History Month? Do we just shop black owned, or you know, are we just supposed to wear the colors? Rig we're allowed, black all month. Like, we're, 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 we're allowed to be more stereotypical. 
talk in public places and go outside and, uh, you know, uh, Cookie Monster, pajama pants and wear our hair down and, you know. Be we don't have to code switch or nothing like that for the, for the month. Exactly. What if that was actually a thing? Like, oh, I'm not code switching for the entire 28 days. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we got to also, uh, apparently, KFC represented black people because they posted a picture of the black fist with, with one of their drumsticks. So I didn't know KFC was a black thing. No, I mean, it's, it's just like, you know, uh, Spanish Heritage Month. Like, you just put stuff out that deals with black history. Like, I mean, but where is our parade? You know, what, why do we get stuff like that? Because when I go out, is there a special drink I could get? What's a black drink? You know, like, what oh. What can I get? What can Kavati, I get? Kavati, Kavati, Hennessy, Mix. I drink <laughs> Crown Royal on the, on the daily, you know, so what? That's nothing special. Go, go get go get any cognac and put some Coke in it and take a, a, a black drink. <laughs> Which Coke suit? I just wanna know why we got it. Why I'm so cold, man. Well, it's it's just because of where we live. I mean, if we were in Florida, <laughs> I wanna I wanna parade. I wanna decorate floats and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we we get we get a, we get the and we can have parade. we can have bands marching bands from the HBCUs playing. It could be a like why is that a thing? I love our people, right? But you know how wild. A parade would be a Black History Month parade. I don't like, like I, 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 it'd be fun, but it'd be so wild. It'd be a oh, wild. We, we out of order. We, 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 you, we, you, we I was waiting for somebody else to say it because I didn't want to see it. I don't. I didn't want to say it. Like, well, you're not allowed. You're not. You black. know what? I would be like, <laughs> if we were to get a parade, if we were to get a parade, in all seriousness, I would need Killer Mike, Cornell Wallace. <laughs> Nina Turner. I would need some very high profile black people to organize it. <laughs> Cause I can't trust it, it, I couldn't trust our people in its entirety to just say, Hey, no, bro, let's make a parade happen. No, but here's the problem. Even with high profile people organize it, oh, it's gonna get black, bro. It's gonna get it's real black. It's, <laughs> but that's it's the point. I mean, I want it to be as black as possible. Give me the marching bands from the HBCU. Mm-hmm. We can have vendors. We can. <laughs> I need it to be that black. It's gonna turn into Freaknik. Like it, that is exactly what's gonna happen. It's gonna be people on uh on uh on crotch rockets with Rough Rider jackets. It's, it's, look, it's, Rough Rider I, look, jackets. I love I love my people, but when you get too many people <laughs> in one area and you add a heightness, that's uh, it. Uh, look, look, <laughs> that's it. Look. Look, I'm just, I'm sorry. If you had a heightness, I don't want to say what can happen. I just know. <laughs> well, you know, if, if, if a nigga showing up in a Rough Rider jacket, you know somebody's going to get shot. We're, we're, it is 2021. Why are you wearing a Rough Rider jacket? I, 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 well, I don't think that amount of black forces can exist in one area at the same time. Oh, in, impossible. It would implode. Like, it's, like, it's honestly... Did Brittany fall out? I, yeah, Brittany fell out. Hold on. Hilarious. <laughs> my bad. She dropped. Her. Like <laughs> my bad. Like who here? Who here has been to the Bud Billiken parade? Yeah. It's supposed to be a parade where they pass out school supplies, but it's very um, 
It's a black parade. <laughs> it's a black parade, man. I'm talking about like they're passing. It's like it's like starts off with them passing out book bags and stuff, and like being like kind of you know normal black. Halfway through the uh, parade, you're getting like performances and twerk offs and motorcycles and you know bu- uh, bubble box car Chevys and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck is a school parade? <laughs> It's, it's a very confusing parade. I understand. Okay, I get you. I get what you mean. That was a good example, bro. Yeah, yay education. The first one, I do not need a parade where they play Nuck if you books. Somebody's a lot of people are dying. A lot like, of people. They, you know that flyer that they make every year with Martin Luther King's face on it. Mm. That would be a parade float. And they would have MLK up there with a bunch of strippers. Like, and this, and this once again, the boondocks would be right about something else. The flyer has Martin Luther King, like, and his hands are like guns, I guess. <laughs> and, like every year. Guns, every year. Every year it's a new flyer. Well, okay, how about we have whoever the people who put together the Essence Festival, they can put together the parade. Checkmate. That sounds like a good idea. I like that idea better. Like I said, it's, it's, I love the idea of the parade. I just need to know who's organizing it. Because if you just say, hey, just organize it, that's not a good idea. <laughs> and like, and, oh, like you, if you say Killer Mike is organizing it, if you paid attention to what he actually does, you don't want him organizing no parade. No. It, it's going to get black. Why? Suchi. Man, you act like he said Ja Rule or something. Suchi. You, no, you, oh, no. If, if Ja Rule organized it, there would be no parade. Well, Suchi, you do realize when Killer Mike organize, like does actual, like, real serious events, he's very professional and very, like, uplifting about it, like, outside of just putting together something music-related. Oh, oh, okay. okay. There's two different sides oh, okay. of Killer Mike. Like, if you're looking at Killer Mike as, as, as the rapper... Well, well, yeah, but also on the pro-black political things, I'm trying to get black people to be to better themselves because the man even opened up, I think, an electronic bank. So no, uh, so- he he did. He signed on to Greenwall Bank, which is black owned, and like, I I know about it. I'm not saying that he doesn't do professional things. I'm saying so. What, what- Killer Mike was the wrong person to pick. I think you, that's what you implied, though. It, it, I. For him to organize an entire parade, if you want to keep it strictly, uh, what what is it? Uh, I want to say suit and tie, but like uh, straight well, edge, it, that, that's not the right person to plan well, it. Suchi, I didn't say he do it by himself. I listed a number of black people to do that. I thought you were listing them individually. No, I was listing people as a group because not one person. I don't want to say it's parade, parade anyway. You that? say what? I want a straight edge parade anyway. You said you don't. Yeah, I don't think we want a straight edge parade. We just want not too black. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't want to worry about the um. Yeah, just say that. Not too black. It's just (laughs) (laughs) so I I I okay. We just we won't. I mean, that's why that's why I said the people from Essence that do the Essence uh, Festival. festival because that's pretty black. But it, you never hear stories about shit, shit going down getting too crazy, right? Yeah. Nope. Hear, nope. Like, it's, it's a good time, and it's a party, but it's nothing crazy going on at the Essence Festival. I, I never, I've never heard of it. I, I got to put me on. 
You've never heard of the Essence Festival? Because you're not black. No. Okay, followers, listeners, you're going to hear us tell Sushi he's not black a lot because he says a lot of non-POC things. Why is it a non-POC thing? I've never heard of it. I've heard of other things. Never that, heard of that. I'm, I'm, like, I'm be honest. I, I will call him Hispanic, but you don't want to be like, you ain't black, so <laughs> You said us like you just looped us off. Because, yeah, we all going to call Sushi not black. You're going to hear us saying this a lot for this whole podcast. <laughs> you did. You, oh you said God. followers, you're going to be hearing us say this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all wonder why light-skinned people, uh, people who, who are mixed, have a problem with hey, self-identifying themselves now. Y'all that's heard another podcast. Well, Suchi, that's another podcast. That's, uh, yeah, that's for another episode. But also, we have, we have you on record acknowledging that you're Hispanic over black multiple times. So, uh... <laughs> 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 you know... Just to throw I'm gonna that do out what there. I always do, and I'm gonna bypass that. I'm gonna just bypass it. Is that really what you really do all the time? Is bypass? The, yeah, know? yeah. I, I, just, I don't. I, I just, I just bypass it. I don't need no, uh, no. Anyway, uh, so anyway, like getting back on topics. What do y'all think? What do y'all think that the how significant or how important people put on Black History Month? What do y'all think about that type of stuff? Because one thing, one thing that I see on a regular basis is like I feel like Black History Month for us is more about pandering and recycling the same like four black names in our history that people, you know, just just know because they, they can't ignore them as opposed to actually like embracing our culture. I mean, me personally, just because of like being talking to different people and being like influenced by different people it's, it's i don't know it's a little conflicting for me because on one hand it's like yeah it's the month it's an entire month to celebrate black culture and then on the other hand it's like why is it only for, for it to be american culture why is it only put into a month it should be all year round well to well, me you saying I said, well, Yusuchi, that is something that is right. Like it should be all year round. That's not something that is. It's not something that we should just take one month and be like, all right, we're just going to focus on that and be like, all right, after the month is over, we're fine. Right, back to regularly scheduled programming and not caring. Like it. it well, even with even when you think about the school system, when people have history class, all curriculums conveniently go over Black history during February, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a whole year of history and they take all this time going over these wars and all this other crap as if what we our contribution to the beginning of American history did not exist. You know what I'm mean? like? They made it so instant, insignificant that it's almost optional to learn. And that bugs me in our country. Yeah, because. Because the messed up part about it, and the way I see it, is that like you know I've learned more about our history just from doing research and just learning from other Black people. Um, and you feel cheated, like you know, being like being Black, you feel cheated, and it's just like it's kind of like that RDC skit where he's like they were saying all during classroom Black History Month, and he goes, okay, you know, Harry Tubman freed slaves, Martin Luther King had a dream, blah blah blah. All right, moving on to the next topic, and he's like, is that all we did? And then he's like, yeah, and it just keep moving. And it's like, well, no, that's not all we did. And there's a lot more of this country's foundation that is built on the black backs of black people 
for you to just sit there and brush over that like within a month and not really go over it or it's or significance. Yeah, but there's also a lack of, you know, and, and it's, part of the problem is honestly our fault because I think black people as a whole don't stay on the, we need to, we need to learn by culture bandwagon long enough to make it an issue. So like, we'll, we'll complain about it in January. We'll be really mad about it in February, be annoyed in March. Kind of still talk about in April. Someone hits, we're done talking about it. We're not pushing, oh, black culture, learn about your black history. Like it's not, it's, it's a, like back to being a microwave society. We don't work on things long enough to make it a consistent thing. You know right. what I mean? It, it should be in the in an American history book where there should be, when you learn about wars, that it, it should be in an American history book or when you're learning about events, uh, inventors, because, you know, you learn about Ben Franklin or, uh, uh, um, or like, or different presidents. I don't know why Ben Franklin was the only inventor I can think of, but you learn about other people who did things in history for in your U S history or your government class, but it, it, they don't bring up people of color in those classes. Well, and the reason for that is that a lot of the things black people invented or helped invent it, they took that credit away from them. Mm-hmm. But then you have to backtrack. Especially, well, so especially in music. Yeah, it's like technically a black person actually did this. And then, you know, you have to go back and rewrite so much. And that was another thing I was going to say is that a lot of learning of black history, yes, it starts with us, but also the school system plays a really big part in that. Yeah, and the way, I don't know what how to fight that fight to make it more prevalent as, and making it more part of the curriculum all around like Brendan's original question about how we feel about it I was going to say like growing up it was a big deal to me you know because you know yeah of course I want to know these things about what people who look like me did and things like that but the older I got the more I felt like I'm over this month being pushed only on us and being pandered towards us in a country full of people especially non-POC people who honestly even at our age, have no idea about black people and the black culture. Why isn't Black History Month pushed on them too to help educate them so that they can know about the people that they live and work with in this country? You like, know what I mean? Well, that's what I was going to say. And I was, the point I was going to like how I feel about it was the fact of I don't think it should be for us, honestly. It's like it's a whole situation where why we don't are we sharing about our black stuff for other black people like I, honestly it should be a point where black history is this time for other people to know about us and then but like i get i agree it needs to be a curriculum thing but it's not gonna be a curriculum thing until it's actually pushed into a curriculum by the powers that be and i don't i don't know how that fight starts i i feel like it should i that's what only, i disagree on that that it shouldn't be for us like I, it sh- you should like I feel like it should be for us as well, for two reasons. Because I mean, one, based on you know U.S. curriculum, like like I said, like if we're not teaching each other and only learning from whatever the school system is teaching, we're not necessarily learning about our own culture. And the second thing being, uh, which is which honestly hits the same reason because like uh, when um. When I think I was in like sixth grade, I forgot what teacher it was, but uh, 
there was a teacher who basically said, like, these are the same 13 people every year that, you know, everybody does um, a report on for Black History Month. He was like, no one can choose any of these people. And it forced you to go out and, learn you know, other people. learn about other people. Yeah, my teacher but, did that to us in, like, the fourth grade. But, see, but that's, that's also my thing, though, that, like, but when did that happen, though? That happened during what? Black History Month? Yeah, it, it, so, it but happened. so that goes back to my statement when I said it shouldn't be for us. Take away the whole idea of like, cause so black is in February. What is our role as black? Like, cause when 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 people when Brenda asked, hey, what do you, how do you feel about it? Last year, three months, when you ask black people how, like, what am I? What is the point of Black History Month for me? Because I I live and I read about my culture, you know, throughout the year because I've learned that now. I learned that that's important to do. So when you say Black History, you know, when Black, what is Black History Month for me? It shouldn't be. It should be for other people to know how important it is to learn about how the blood, sweat, and tears of Black people have built this country. That's a, that's why I'm saying it should be for everybody because, like, not even within our own communities, people don't know that what what actually what what people of color have done. In American, in American society outside of I, what the school has told them. I think what That's, Jeremy is saying is more of don't, like when it's pandered towards us specifically. This month is specifically like, it's not about educating people. It's about like, it's it's all directed towards black people. Like, hey, black folks, you did this. Hey, black folks, this, 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 and that. And it should be more of a, hey, America, this is <laughs> this is the accomplishment of these people, and it's not like that. Like, even, with KFC, even with the KFC thing, like, that was for black folks. That com- that vaccine, that was for black people. That wasn't a, a um, universal type, hey, you know, black people. Like, no, that was pandered towards us. It was a piece of chicken making a black fist. Like, what? But, but I think what Shuchi's saying is that we need to um, take it into our own hands to learn about our own culture and not trust learning it from someone else. Like, you know what I mean? even no, that has like, nothing that, to do with. Yeah, that goes against what I'm saying because taking it to our own hands to learn about our own culture has nothing to do with Black History Month because it's like, if we need to do that, that doesn't need to be a month. It needs to be Black History Month is where it needs to be something that we do as a people, which I agree, as a people, we need to do it, but that needs to be a life, a life well, no, that, thing that we do. And, that, and, that's what, and that's what he's saying. He's saying we should cancel Black History Month and make it a year long learning process of learning our own culture. He's not saying we should do it in a month. So Are you saying we should cancel Black History Month? 100%. I mean, and that's, that's why I say, that, that's why I say I, I'm conflicted with it because it should be in the history book and it should be taught to everyone, you know, in all uh, government or history-based classes dealing with the U.S., regardless of whatever culture it is that you come from because it's American history. That's the way I personally feel about it. But on the, you know, on the other hand, it's like it's also a month where it's pushed really hard, and it's very like uh, self-empowering when you do learn things outside of what you're normally taught. Like, like, uh, like going back to what I was saying about the whole the, the teacher who was like, you know, outside of these people, people do every year. You can't do these people. I did that. What I was going at was I did a report in sixth grade on Tupac 
as black for Black History Month. And people thought I was, you know, just not not crazy. They thought I was being like and uh not young and dumb, like uh like I was like doing it out of spite or doing it to be funny. But when you actually, you know, after doing the report, it showed another side to what they say about him as a person and what he actually did achieve. Like I mean, well, I get it. I guess I think I think we're talking on two different points, and we're saying the same thing. Like my whole point is getting rid of Black History Month. Okay, cool. What not? That's not practical. <laughs> like, and like, too many people that hold on to that month. Yeah. My whole mm-hmm. thing is though, that as it is right now, Black History Month is designed to educate other Black people about Black stuff. It's okay. like even when you look at media doing it, it's like Black people we see. But it's one of those things. It's the same thing where I've had a conversation when it comes to diversity training of how diversity training, it's a whole bunch of thing of you looping in a whole bunch of people of color and saying, like, hey, this is the, this is the training we're going to give you. We're like, no, train the people where it's problematic too. You know, so if we're talking Black History Month, if it's not going to be, if it's not going to be a part of, uh, if it's not going to be part of the curriculum as of now, moving forward, then I would say that the biggest thing it needs to be is like, hey, educate those people that are not of color, you know, those people that don't understand. Yeah, and I think that was my big thing. Like, to me, it seems like it's all about educating black people and not about educating everybody else as well yeah. as black people. And I think, of the, I think of the other months. I think Hispanic Heritage Month. I think yeah. of even Pride Month. It's not the same as Black History Month. It isn't. What do you mean? It, well, it is. It is, but because it, it, it doesn't feel the same, it's because you're not Hispanic and you're not gay. So for you, it's you are learning. You are on the other side of the fence because you're not one of those those type of people. So someone who's not black, who is hearing about black history month and we're posting all this stuff online, or you're in school and stuff, you're on the opposite side of that fence. Well, no, I'm, the reason I say it's not the same is because I've like I've been a part of setting these events up and even recognize it. You know at a school and a university of these different events. So like I've even been in the planning committees of all these events for multiple years. And even sitting around people that are part of those, I hear these things are like, man, it's a different vibe. It's a different feel. These are these people that are part of these attendee groups that have said this to me. I'm confused. I'm confused on, I'm confused. But Jen, Generally, I, I want to piggyback off something Jeremy and Brittany said because my, my awesome issue with <clears throat> one of your things that you, that you stated suits you because, like, I, I get your torn and it makes and it makes a little bit of sense. My only rebuttal and issue with that idea is the fact that Black history is really only taught and is only taught during February during Black History Month. So yeah, and that and which ultimately is the problem. Like outside of that, no no one like from being in school and college, no matter what. And, and to my knowledge to this day, black history isn't being taught. So even if we were to eradicate the month, ultimately the entire school curriculum would have to change where to actually teach black history, which would involve it being in, in, in textbooks, which one you have under uh, underfunded schools that have older shit textbooks that aren't mm-hmm. going to get new, that aren't going to get newer textbooks with that information. And then you have to take consideration who's writing the textbooks and making sure that they're getting the history correct, which means you're going to have to have black people involved in writing those textbooks, as well as having more black people involved and at the higher level of being principal and superintendent and part of the uh, board of education to ensure that that happens. So, like, and, and that, and, and 
which is I, which I understand. Like we all are on the same part, are on the same page as wanting it to be in um, a part of the curriculum. But as, as you stated, there are underfunded schools, and there are schools who just refuse to get new textbooks, or because they don't want to teach newer or current history, or teach at all. Because like uh, I forgot who it was. I think, honestly, I think it was like Killer Mike or Ti or somebody from Atlanta, and they were basically saying, you know, a, a part of their their textbooks when they were in school. They were being taught about people from the Confederate Army and, you know, how they were like great people. Yeah, that sounds like a South thing to do. <laughs> well, moving away, just because I don't, I can't, we can't really, that's a whole nother topic as far as the school system go <laughs> and what they decide to teach and how they teach. But going back specifically to Black History Month, I just, I think that, and this, and this I have the same issue with, Slave movies, black and like I just I feel like I they pander them I really to black them. people, and I really think the people who need to be um, marketed to are the ones who have no idea about this stuff, which is more so non POCs than black people. Yes, you have your black folks who don't know a lot of these things, but more than that, America don't know these things because, like like we said, it's not being taught, and then once you're out of school. They have no reason to seek out this information. You know what I mean? Unless they are a part of an interracial family or dating somebody that's a part of that race, they have no need to look up this stuff and find this stuff and figure this stuff out. Or so, if it's like they they're going into a specific um, like they're they like they got to be in college and go into a specific area of study, and then they'll run across this person who did this, and that's it. Like if you were going to be a heart surgeon, you run across uh, I forgot his name, homeboy um, Ben Carson, man. My bad. That was gonna be sorry, bro. <laughs> like you, you, that that's the only way that you would run across him. Is it well, as, yeah. to go Hold on, no. a heart surgeon? Oh, as a black, per- I mean, as a white person, though, what's the what's the point of learning it though? I was like, on, the, like, on, like all honesty, like what's the point as a white person for you to learn black culture? Well, because I think it's, it, it's a trickle of, it's a trick, well, that, but it's a trickle down effect. You have to think about the perception that white people have of black people already. We already, our stereotype is lazy, not want to do nothing, not want to accomplish nothing, anything like that. And white human. people, white people tend to um, respect those who have done something and have accomplishments and things like that. So for, for them to grow up their whole lives feeling like, oh, black people don't really accomplish nothing or black people don't really do nothing. And then, you know, versus learning that, oh, wait, they are responsible for a lot of things. They have created a lot of things. They have the potential to do a lot of things. I feel like that would kind of help change their dynamic and mindset at an earlier age if they're learning these things. Versus showing that, like, you know, they come from a, a, um, a strong background instead of just, you know, they come from Africa where there's nothing and they were slaves here and they're just people. Like, when you <laughs> when you don't know, that's all, that's what you're told. Well, and you know, honestly, it's like, even though, I, and I kind of take into even outside of school, outside of school, they, there's no reason for a person that's not of color or even a person, sometimes, I mean, really solid person of color anyway to look and find out about the history 
but honestly, it should be also translated into the workplace as well. So it, it is ridiculous the amount of people I have I have worked with, and I, I don't know if anybody has different stories though. They have no idea about what black people have done, and it's not mm-hmm. just making a black class, you know, in the work world. But when it comes to that diversity training, which don't get me started on that, that that needs to be a part of everybody's work work world and not just because of Black Lives Matter what happened last year. Like we need to learn about different races, different cultures. But one of the things that you're gonna run across when it comes to American of, of learning about diversity is there's gonna be a little kind of asterisk when it comes to black people. <laughs> like you can learn about the diversity training about Asian Americans, about women, about the struggle of the LGBTQ community. Um, but I mean, and when you add all of that, the black part of the learning about the diversity training, you're like, wow, these are the things that these people have to go through. Oh man, maybe I should start respecting people. Like, it's, it's we, we try to do it in school. It's supposed to try to prepare you for the world, but it's not enough, honestly. And then there's a disconnect from people who, you know, from their grandparents to the grandchildren. Cause I mean, you know, all you got to do is ask someone older or your grandparents. Because a lot of things weren't wasn't that wasn't that long ago. Like, yeah, so I feel like so. It's like it it needs to be it needs to be put into different forms of curriculum, schools, colleges, uh, I mean, higher education, work. Because honestly, people are not gonna if people don't have a passion for it, they're not gonna stick it out themselves. No, they're not. That, yeah, that's 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 the reality of that situation. Because, like I say, if, if I don't if I don't have a reason to do anything, why am I going to do it? That, I mean, that that's just that's that's just real talk. And with anything in general, that like history or not, like that's even with a that's, that's even with a skill. Like, if I don't need to do something, to real realistically speaking, why would I do it? Yeah, if I'm a white man and I don't feel like I'm racist, what point <laughs> would I need to sit there and look up black things? Just, you know what I'm saying? Because like. If I feel like it's not an area where I'm struggling, in, we'll put, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just like you said, bro. He's like, I don't, be- I don't believe in races. I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. No, I was listening to something. I was uh, listening to the Trevor Noah thing, and he, uh, some, it was a, it was a, it was a black guy. I can't remember his name right now. He's, uh, he's got, he just created a uh, collection of plays. It's called the Golden Collection. It's, um, it's, I think, thirteen plays. They're all written by uh, black people. <clears throat> but he was talking about how he grew up in the South. And him and his friend, and his friend was white. There was no issues between them. But I guess he went home singing, uh, I mean, he went home whistling Dixie. And he didn't know that, I guess, the song was racist. And his mom told him that the song was racist. He stopped whistling it. And he had got it from his friend's dad. And when he said something to his friend's dad about it, He's, his friend's dad literally, he said, his friend's dad said, um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you by that. I guess I am a little racist. Like, he, and, but they're from the South and it's, it's normal. But, you know, if, like you said, if you don't feel like, if, if you don't feel like you're lacking in something, it, it's not going to change your way of life. Well, I feel like that's a good example of someone's ignorance being broken. And realizing like, oh, I didn't realize that and I didn't know and I didn't mean to offend you because I honestly didn't think anything of it. That's 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 what I feel like that situation is more related to. It's just like if someone generally doesn't know, then 
And then you like you teach them something, and then they realize, and it's like, oh, well, and then they, and, and apologize for it and stop doing it. That's that's their ignorance being broken. And that's because like that's living in your own bubble, but until you have to live outside of your bubble, that's when you 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 notice like, oh, okay, maybe this is a little offensive. And in order for me to excel in this place, I have to, you know, I gotta I gotta change some things. But that's also a big well, yeah, that's common though because you see a lot of places use the word uh, uh, "nigger rigging" to make something like kind of like you know, like from scratch. Oh, yeah, it's like a common word in the south, no. but that people, that people don't they don't they don't put they don't put an eye to it, but they don't realize how fucking racist it is. But that's also a big reason why I. Like, I know you said MacGyver. Just say that. What? So, uh, MacGyver. Oh, MacGyver. Oh. Niggas been around longer than MacGyver. <laughs> this is true. But like that, but that's one of my arguments. MacGyver took the water. Appropriated MacGyver's appropriation. What? That's Can't have nothing. But uh, like I said, that's what I want. Like that's why I don't want people to be like my my anti segregation side of things because like I think people need like people need to be around other cultures and other and other people of different races and ethnicities so that way that they learn that type of stuff is one of it's one of those things is like i hate to, i hate to bring them up in this but like you know dr umar's you know magic land Uh-oh. magic land school for black folks where it's only going to be where it's, where it's all black people thing i'm just like yeah that doesn't sound like a good idea like i get the aspect of like you know teaching your like teaching black people their history and everything like that and teaching them all this and teaching them their their pro-africans um pro-african um pro-africa side of of life but you're, at the end of the day, you're trying to segregate everybody. You're trying to separate black folks from everybody else, and that's not yeah, a good idea. Look. So you don't, you don't like, you don't, you don't. No, 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 no. Here I go. Segregation, desegregation was the worst thing that ever happened to black folks, man. And I, I'm not a hurricane anymore, so look, I'm about to go off. <laughs> I think <laughs> segregation without hate is effective. Because without hate. all throughout the but see that's the thing all throughout the world. You have different affinity affinity communities. You have community of a certain religion, community of a certain race. Like it's it's so it's and but it's not seen as in like oh man we can't we don't belong here. The problem was nothing wrong if if this world would have been been, if this country would have been half the segregation. Hey, these are black communities. These are black things. But you can go to other places. You know, you it's not like you can't live here, but you wouldn't you wouldn't have a need to. You wouldn't want. So yeah, so you gotta say forced segregation. Yeah, no, no, okay, I'll put that forced segregation. So, so I'm on the same page as Brendan, and I'm about to in the the great words of uh, Royce the Five Nine. Oh God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I love Royce, but the fact that you just brought that up is like, oh, okay, what? Say what you Look, say. This, this, is, this, this is what he said. This is what he said. He said, "If I'm, y'all against talking reparations, then I'm not against." the thought of separation. While the politicians that are white and privileged ask how is it different from segregation, that's funny, bro. Segregation is being told where I'm going to go. I knew you were Separation say that is being woke and going wherever I want to go. I knew that was a bar so you like, would pick once the second you I'm like he's like he's going to say the seg- the separation bar. Like I'm I'm I I understand it and I get it. Like open borders should be there and you should spend within your own community, but you should still be able to go spend in or 
wherever else you want to go. And that's even going back to what we were talking about earlier with Master P. And even that, uh, because if you only, if you only do something within your own community, there's a cap. There's always going to be a cap. And, you know, in the, in the famous words, uh, uh, I you're not you're not fair kind nigga in the famous word muhammad <laughs> Akbar shabazz from second like damn nigga we about to have a whole speech nigga when you get to the point famous words in the famous words of pushy t i excel with a with a complexion phase like you you got to be able to do stuff outside of your own community, but it is also good and great yeah, for your own community. Right? Yeah, we, so you, we agree. We we, so on, we agree on. with that. Okay. So do y'all do y'all not like HBUs? Uh, well, what's wrong with them? They let white people in. Yep, they do. It's nothing wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even I mean, uh, even black fraternities let in white people. I, yeah, I love HBCUs because it's a place where you can go and be the black as you can be, find out about your culture, your heritage, and everything. But it also allows other people to do the same. And I think that, like, I mean, let's go back to Black Wall Street. That was that is a perfect example of black people having their own stuff, their own community, and excelling and being okay within their own community. The only reason it didn't work is because white folks didn't like the fact that black people don't need them. And they burned it down. And burnt it down. And that's why it never happened again. That scared the crap out of all of the black leaders. Well, also, and they never tried again. Well, you, you remember because I, I think we, we talked about this, Molly. It might have been the last episode of the podcast and one before it. But, you know, seven years after the Civil War, you know, black people were flourishing because of the fact that they were the only skilled labor in the country like after slavery it's like they were the only people that could actually like you know pr- like yeah. you know, farm they could weld they could they, they were the only skilled labor so because of that and then we received all the, we received the land from for like from the nature of after the war you know they bought some stuff and they used it to, to prop up black people in, in black communities and then thus led to black wall street but then fun of course, fact oh, okay sorry go ahead <laughs> throw the fun because i just thought of something i just thought of something go ahead it's yeah, fuck your fact, my fun fact. <laughs> no, because it popped in my head and I didn't want to forget. <laughs> he said, shut up, Brendan. I got something better. Bars. Regardless. But, like, you know, after that time, like, you know, we build and we flourish. And then, of course, lovely racism and Jim Crow and all that other stuff got implemented. And then they burned our shit down. And then after, since then, we've been sec- we've been basically locked down by the, those different laws and then the different legislation that unfortunately Democrats back in that time had passed and passed in the future that basically kept us in poverty and kept us uh, held down to stop us from being able to accumulate wealth. which <laughs> is fucking us over to this very day. I feel like it's coming back slowly and it's just based on like what a lot of black people say about Atlanta. That's it. Like, yeah, I was gonna well, say Atlanta is becoming its yeah, own thing. The metropolitan of black people in the country. Yeah. Well, the, well, the majority of black wealth is controlled. It well is based off of uh, music and, ath- and athletics, and which, the long, which, yeah. which is long, which in long haul is based off white owners. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's still coming out of a white pocket and controlled purely off a of white pocket. But at the end of the day, like it's all the white modern like, slavery, my disenfranchisement. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, you look at you look at professional sports. What do they do when they, before they pay you? They measure you. They they test you. They take your body fat. They make you take the pictures of you naked. Like it's yeah, bro. It's modern day slavery. 
Lawrence, this, this goes back to the conversation. This goes back to the conversation when me and you were having about um um <clears throat> black black characters in anime. Like, mm-hmm. don't it, it it people don't want to take out the time that's going that it's going to take to build something new. Like, you have to be able to put in the time and effort to do it yourself and build something else instead of wanting to go, you know, make it the quick way through somebody else's pocket where they have control over whatever it is that you're trying to do or achieve. Because if you keep, I mean, if, if you do it that way, it's like asking a genie for a wish. You, you'll get what you want, but it's probably not going to be the way that you want it. And even even The Rock is starting his own NFL league. Like, No, he, he bought <laughs> he bought in a, 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 a football league. He didn't start it. Oh, okay. Because Vince, this is like, Vince oh. McMahon started it and he brought it back. And because of the pandemic, you got he like it filed for bankruptcy and the rock and his ex-wife bought it. And now so it's now owned picking, by a black man. And <laughs> black Samoa. Black I wouldn't say that. Dang, you gonna take the rock black But there is a black woman. Does the rock claim his blackness? When have you ever heard The Rock claim to be a black man? Tell me. Tell me when has he said um, the word. Nation of Domination. Uh, oh, two-year run. What the fuck are you talking that. about? How, what the fuck are you talking about, it's son? Nation of Domination, bro. What are you talking about, son? I've heard The Rock say, as a we black a nation, man, nothing. A domination. Nothing. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay, pause. The Rock has claimed, but he doesn't claim it often. That's the problem. He doesn't. Is he doesn't hold that as his mantle. He holds his Samoan side more than anything else. And I don't like him for that. That's what you know. He was raised. That's how he was raised. He yeah. wasn't raised black. He was raised Samoan. So I get it. I don't fault him for it. Hey, when was the last time Denzel Washington came out and said he was black? <laughs> come on, it's Denzel. You know, I've got to say it to be black, bro. <laughs> it's Denzel. Come on now, dude. But he, he hasn't said it though, bro. That he is so smooth at walking he away oozes. from questions he don't want to answer. He oozes black. <laughs> he oozes black. Oh That's my goodness. That's a black substance that follows him wherever he walks. Denzel, Denzel is a reason why we have the phrase, you know I'm black, right? <laughs> uh, I, give, I give it to Sam L, brother, over Denzel. You give it to Sam, Sam L. Is epitome, is epitome of black man. You know what? <laughs> and also the most stereotypical of them all in terms of movie roles. I don't know, man. His real life and and him talking about it, I, I he he had a different type of life when he went to acting school. I don't know, man. He also was a drug addict too. <laughs> I don't want to take that away from him, but he was an addict back in the day. Hey, bro, we don't laugh at drug addicts. Okay, a serious thing. <laughs> Hold on, Brit- Brittany fell out again. <laughs> Brittany, she tied it with Suji. She tied it with Suji talking about. She just keep hanging up. <laughs> it was an accident. I don't know. Uh, it was an accident. Anyway, what, uh, what was uh, your, what was your fun fact? Because I I don't, I don't, I don't want to forget about it real quick. Uh, you sound like you was on or something. Manhattan Park used to be a black community. Mm, That's your fun yeah. fact. You said Manhattan Park. Manhattan yep. Park. It was its own little black community. At one point, and then white folks didn't like that, and they pretty much got them out of there and turned it into a park. Yeah, I mean, they also had Brooklyn and uh, Long Island. I mean, they still kind of have Brooklyn. 
I don't know about Long Island. I wouldn't say that much. And Matt, Matt had um, the I forget what it was called, but that what the area was called. But it was predominantly black. But when the immigrants came from like you know the Irish and whatever other ones that had came, they lived within that community as well. So, so whatever whoever was making a point when you were talking about the HBCUs, they were they were already doing that. It was a, and it's so crazy how accepting we are as a people and, a, and with our culture and with everything else. So Unless you're it could have it, it worked. You know what I mean? Like we really could have just had our own communities. Tribes did it all the time back in the day. Native American tribes, you had all these different tribes and, you know, and they coexisted. And so like, it definitely would have been more beneficial for black people to have their own community versus everything being all inclusive. That'd be a nice history lesson. Well, to I, a certain extent. Because I've never really thought about it on, on the Native American side of things with the different tribes. I'm just like, how do they interact? Was it like gang? Was it like, like, was it like was it like gang wars? Or was it just like, you know, hey, we're over here, y'all over there, you know? No, no, I'm pretty was, sure they had their issues. They had yeah. wars and stuff like that yeah, as well. Yeah, but like I said, I've never like, you know, researched or like, you know, really went into that that much. No, it's actually kind of interesting I, to think when, about. When, when, I, when I saw the little map that they had, it, it worked like a government. Or like states, like tribes own certain lands, and you know you live next to a certain tribe after you know so much land. <laughs> um, you step on my territory; it's on site. <laughs> you, 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 you hunt on my territory; it's on site. So it's just like it's like it's like gang territory. <laughs> <laughs> it is a blood, it is imagine, blood crypt territory. Imagine chasing a pig and it crossed the border. You're like, no! Damn it! <laughs> Almost had it. <laughs> that was my meal for the next three days. I gotta find he another said, if I If I kill it now, this is gonna be an international war. <laughs> All over that I mean, one. Still- just because of that one pig, war was declared. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. Because even, even I even give a shout out to the Jewish community. Like you got your Chinatowns. Like I was in, I was in heaven when I went to, I think Minneapolis, and there was a whole like Jewish like market where it was just, I mean, just 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 food. And you know, for me, me not eating the swine, I was in heaven. I'm like, oh, this is cool. It was a whole strip of just just different type of of, of culture stuff, and like, it was it wasn't it wasn't weird and awkward, and it was around the actual. Jewish community. Now, was there other people of other races there? I don't know. I have to assume because I don't know. You weren't there like, long hey, enough. Man, you, you weren't there yeah, long, I wasn't enough, long enough. Yeah, I mean, but it was a, it was legit like a little well, a little like a little community of houses and stuff, and they have a whole community. But also, brother, if you, if, you want, if you want more black people, I take you to Chicago. You got on uh, plastic over here. You yeah. know they got. See, okay. well, that's that's the problem. <laughs> He's in California. Go ahead, go. Ahead. Uh, no, that's the problem. Our black communities are scary. <laughs> They're hit or miss. They are hit or miss. Majority of the time, it's a Brendan, miss. Brendan, Brendan, look, you're going to have to tell me about your, your hits because I ain't, I ain't never hit a hit. You have, I, look, I ain't. No, look, my hits are out of Illinois. My hits are out of Illinois, so I can't even. No, me. <laughs> I can't. You, it's a lot of black people live out there who make a decent amount of money. Uh, Tinley Park? No, no, Tinley no. Park? I'm not talking about a lot of black people. I'm talking about a, a community. A community. It's a community. No, not that type of community. No, and, 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 and to bring you back, Jeremy, like, first of all, Jewish people have the best community in terms of, like, they are, they are locked in for, the, for, for, like, for each other, period. 
one thing that I wish black folks could do, but we don't, unfortunately. That's just one of the arguments. Nah. nah, you know, you know a community locked in? People who live in uh in the Vatican. I want to hit the you button. Didn't, I want you, to, didn't, you didn't even name a you didn't even name a community, you know bro. You see, you have, you have a good community, I, niggas that live in this place. You know what? Like what? You you didn't even name a type of people. I'm mad y'all not here. I almost pressed the button because the only reason I didn't is because technically Suchi isn't wrong, but the fact that he just said, "Hey, Catholics," I can't say Catholic because unless you live in the Vatican. Vatican or on that land. Nah, man. They, it's it's not. They not. They not. You not. You not. Okay. In, okay. Okay. But they're Catholic, bro. No. 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 Brendan, please go to your example. Please. I, please. You had something. You <laughs> started going off on on the Richter scale. Yeah. And I, I, damn, I damn near forgot my point. But no, Jewish people have bound together. They like they. They don't. They don't betray one another. They they help they help build each other up. They keep things to themselves. It, like that's that's up there. There's the beneficial part of the, of your segregation argument, Jeremy. Is is how they handle each other and how they handle themselves. That'll be I say that'll probably be one of your big prime uh, a big prime example of, of like having people segregated without hate is beneficial to that community. But unfortunately, like. Everybody else that I've seen is like, you know, like general white people aren't like that. Black folks definitely aren't like that as much as as much as they try to climb and say, hey, we need to work together and we need to be together. Well, no, like that doesn't work out because you have so many people in the black community that are either in it for themselves or Uncle Tom's or they they they're they're ready to stab each other, stab each other in the back. It just doesn't work. Hey, Uncle Tom was a hero. Don't disrespect his name. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? I actually, I did find it on the internet. Uncle Tom was actually a very hero. It was, uh... <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it really broke, broke the, the glass on themselves, boy. The, the, the term came up because white people were... Because Uncle Tom, from short story, Uncle Tom was a person that um, some slave, and it was in a place, some slaves ran away, and he refused to tell on the slaves that ran away to the master, and the master killed them. So white people start calling black people Uncle Tom because there's an act of betrayal. So when black people call a black person Uncle Tom, it's actually the opposite because Uncle Tom was the one that helped the slaves get away. He refused to run. He refused, he refused to run away off the plantation, and he didn't snitch on the, on the slaves that left. So a white person calling somebody Uncle Tom was because you're betraying me as your master. I've learned something new today. <laughs> You see, though, this is the type of I'm talking about. They got that year-long black history. We got to learn from other black people, bro. <laughs> it's black every day. How do we do a year-long black history? Hey, hey, McDonald's was on the thing. Black 365. You remember that campaign? No, I don't. What? McDonald's had a whole campaign. There's a black McDonald's. In the it, it was it's black 365. They would give out this long like roll and it'll be like a big calendar like a monthly thing like a flat you know like the flat ones or whatever not like a foot calendar and it's like black 365 and oh really i've never heard of that i don't maybe i just haven't been at the right mcdonald's i wasn't at the blackest mcdonald's i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're right side point side point um i i do disagree with the uh with with the with the the not yeah, what you just with, bro? Dang. With, 
with the not slave man, you not making the slave movie. It doesn't matter what you and agree with. The, the only reason I disagree, or the only part, I, the only the only part that I somewhat I somewhat disagree on is. Will you stop talking like a turntable and talk, nigga. Is the, <laughs> you? Hey, you cut me off. Look, I'm trying to multitask. Is the fact that if if they are to be made, they have to be made like correctly, like. Like Twelve Years a Slave was a slave movie, but unlike every other slave movie, they told how he was a free man at first, and you know he did have a skill. He wasn't poor. Like he he was a businessman. Like it was a whole a whole thing. Um, it was a whole and, movie. Uh, crazy. What'd you say? It was a whole movie. That's crazy. Yeah, it was the whole movie. They just kidnapped him from the north, and um. Even I don't know. If, have you guys seen Annabella or Annabella? Nah, I don't watch slave movies anymore. Yeah, like, I yeah, like it, it's, no, bro. Like, I look. I, what's your point? Because you just telling us about slave movies, but what's your overarching point of why you okay with slave movies? It's because it's a part of history, but it they haven't like they haven't been done correctly. It's so minute in the entire story of what was actually going on during that time. Or that black folks like, were getting beaten and enslaved. And that's, that's the only thing that they focus on during that time. They don't focus on the people during slavery the, the who were black is, and lived and had jobs. But the problem is, like Woodsmith and. But the problem is, Sushi, is that when you you have good things that people did in slavery, but the majority of slavery was trash. So if whatever success story you're making in a slave movie, no matter how fulfilling and uplifting it is, it's still slave. The realistic of it is going to be the crappy part of slavery because you can't say one without the other. And and that's what I'm saying. They're only giving you one. They're not giving you both. Like yeah, we to me, it is like that. And that's what I'm saying. I'm just. I'm speaking more so on that time period on when it was going on. That's, so that's what, what I'm was, saying. Hell, we so even, what was a good? We could even. Was a, uh, had, what you say, bro? I said, hell, we couldn't even abide by the biblical rules of slavery. <laughs> like, that, yeah, real talk. They said seven years you're supposed to be free, but look, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's another episode. That's a, that was, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other episode. But it's like, I don't know, so you like, I, I feel that at this point, they haven't done it right. I don't, I don't care to give them a chance to get it right because slavery was trash. We know it was trash. And I don't want to see so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like when Hollywood started making slave movies, you ain't doing nothing but trying to glamorize it in a way to make it seem like, oh, it wasn't that bad. You know, it it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad of a thing because, you know, black people ain't slaves no more and I'm I'm over it. I'm over Hollywood trying to educate black folks about about slavery. Like I, I just don't want to see we it. Have, we have roots. Like what else what what, what more yeah. slave information do okay, we need? Okay, when okay, when I when you okay. I'm not saying make another plantation movie. That's not what I'm saying. I, like I, I, I can, I, I can understand the whole plantation in boat movies. That that is tiring. It's been overdone. It's like it's it's stressful. Slave movies are slave tiring movies. and overdone. Any any like Jeremy was saying, any story you're trying to give me, if you're trying to tell me about Nat Turner, Harriet Tubman. Or any positive thing you want to take out of it and try to tell me in a, in a movie format will have to also include the slavery part, and I'm tired of seeing it. Right. I don't care what you sugarcoat it with; so, I don't want to so, see it. And it's, so, it's triggering. Like, like Django, 
Y'all didn't like Django? Well, Django wasn't. It was historic. satire. Yeah, it was. It was satire. That was hilarious. Yeah, that wasn't meant to. <laughs> that wasn't meant to educate anybody. That was meant for entertainment. That's the difference. He yeah. said, "Hey, man, you got this black black men killing white people." It was legitly a satire. It was yeah, an exaggerated Nat Turner. Yeah, a slave. <laughs> a slave was set free. And he killed a bunch of, and he killed a bunch of racist white people, and then he killed a slave master to get his wife back. Like, but I'm, but I mean, at, outside of that, the the part of, you know, you could be free if you had papers, and you you could, you know, like do things like have a job. Well, or, technically, they say that in all the slave movies, and, Dante. And that's always in there. And technically, no, because everybody, the second Django was free, everybody questioned the validity of his freedom. All the way up to the point where he's like, you know, we're just going to capture him again and make him a slave again. They didn't give a damn. The only reason he yeah, got away with it. The only reason he got away with it was because he was with he was with that white man that was highly respected in an area that wasn't that racist. So and they, don't get me started on the fact that there is always a white savior in these movies as well. Who is the white savior? <sighs> you know what? I'm not even going it's funny. You didn't watch Django, have you? I have. <laughs> no, man, he couldn't have. Funny note. So, Fu- your your question was answered five seconds before you asked. Funny. The white guy, well respected. That that didn't you didn't hear that part? Oh. Yeah, the, mm. the bounty hunter. <laughs> I can't remember his name to save my life, but it, like the, the, the literally the, the guy, the German that, that freed Django, and, that, that freed him and, and trained him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you talking that about the one Wait, no, no, nah, that's the wrong movie. The white guy. It, it doesn't matter. His Christopher name. Waltz, the character he played. The guy that trained him. It showed him. He was a white man. And basically, it always goes back to how a white person helps a black person help other black people. And I'm sick of that. Side note, you do, y'all, mean, do, y- do y'all remember how funny it was when we went to the theaters and saw that movie and it was nothing but white people in the theater and they were afraid to laugh? Yeah, bro, you 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 heard their butts clenching them. <laughs> it was like old leather being twisted. Like it was just like they were just so uncomfortable. And then I'm like, I love this. It's an uncomfortable movie. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's fucking great. I mean, even if you want to come to even more modern times, don't give me another movie about police brutality. I don't want to see that either. I see it enough in the news. I see it enough on TV. I get what happened. I don't need a movie about it. You know, All I, I want is biopics, bro. What's, I just want that, biopics. What's that More. movie the dude just made with the something skin? American skin? You not That crash crap? No, I'm not watching that crap. Oh. Uh, because it's not realistic. I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't end with them killing everybody and going to jail or them dying and going to jail. I saw it the only a, two realistic endings. I saw it as a... Um, uh, what's that Denzel movie, Washington? Denzel. John Q. Yeah, that's what everybody said it is. Like a John Q. Denzel yeah, that's what I Denzel thought. Denzel movie, that. Washington. <laughs> I thought that shit that was lit. <laughs> Look, all I want from black from black movies is biopics, bro. I just want more music biopics. Make me laugh. Oh, comedies. Yeah. Look, if you're gonna bring up biopics, or I romantic do not, dramas, I do I, that. Okay, what is a, what is a biopic? I do not want another like, Tupac uh, biopic. Oh, okay. you get you, yeah, ten patients, five heartbeats, stuff like that. They get yeah. one yeah. Tupac yeah. biopic. We got plenty of that. Oh hell, we got. Right, so you want to teach Black History and give us a Black movie? Just give us a movie. Oh Rick, a Rick James biopic, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my God, that would be fantastic. 
What's his face? Uh, Master P might be having a biopic done. Oh, uh, they just did. They just did he deserves one. Well, they just released one on BET. They released his documentary on BET. Uh, no, see, here's my problem. If a biopic is going to happen, BET needs to have nothing to do with it. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. What? what? You didn't like Michael Jackson? <laughs> you talking about Flex Watson? <laughs> you talking about one on one? Yes, yes, they dust that man with with Krispy Kreme powder and says, "Hey man, do your best." You I know, feel the, like we're open for an American Dream Part Two. You ain't like Wendy Williams biopic. Hey, I saw part. No, of her. No, I saw part of her. It's it was probably good. good because she had something to do with it. <laughs> nah, she should have thought. She wasn't holding back from what I saw. Y'all watched the Salt and Pepper one? The one that just came out a couple weeks ago? I salt and Pepper? I, I didn't hear good things about it. it. It's a mix. Well, people are upset that um, Cinderella didn't have anything to do with it. But she, yeah. I want, uh, <laughs> they need to make a, uh, uh, uh. Do you have a stroke? Jake, are, you, are, you, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Ain't that the noise he make when he be rapping? Who, nigga? Jay Z. I thought you were choking, bro. Damn, you said, son, you where'd you find this? Make, make that Jay Z biopic. You're the, you're the worst, bro. First, first, first of billionaire, all, first, first black billionaire rapper. He's not the first black billionaire uh, rapper. Ah, uh, my bad. Who? Jay Z. He's not the first. Who's the first? Uh, Dre was. I could have. Yeah, when he made that Apple billion. deal. No, yeah. that Apple deal made him a billionaire. Yeah. No, Jay Z was a billionaire before the Apple deal. That's what I'm saying. Jay Z was a billionaire. Before yeah, Jay Z was a billionaire before the Apple deal. Jay Z was the first rap billionaire. Dre's just the Dre's just the richest. Dre has more money than everybody. I don't. I don't think so no more. I think Jay Z is, is is the one. Mm-hmm. It's between him and uh and uh. Oh yeah, Diddy right. It was it was Jay Z. It was Jay Z, then Diddy, and then Dre. Dre just made. The oh yeah, so, so, so Rock put the put yeah. Diddy, Diddy over. And then, yeah, and then Dre and just Dre just got the most money. <laughs> he got him the most money at the time. My bad. And, I stand and, right. and that's what and that's, and that's what people need to uh start doing. Take Diddy's advice because he Diddy Diddy he knows the black like bro. Liquor man, liquor and shitty music. <laughs> Dang man, he's a, he's a better, he's a better, he's a better producer than he is a musician. That bad boy got so many hits. That night, this album cold though. He's a better producer. He's a better producer than than a rapper himself. I don't think producer. He's he's just a better. He just knows talent. He has a good eye for talent. Because like his, because even if he produces, it's like okay. You know what I mean? If you're, it's because like my thing about being a quality producer. Let's not, no, 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 no. Let's not sleep on Diddy as a producer now. And plus, he makes like, great one hit wonders. Diddy, Diddy, before it don't matter. I don't care if he it, he's made a lot of them though. <laughs> he he gets what he can out of folks, and then he moves on. He ain't stupid. He nah, says, yeah, you're not going to be successful too much longer. I'm gonna move on to the next one I can do. Because because look, look at look at Timberland. He took Leah, Timbaland. Uh-huh. Leah, Leah has no real talent. He made her a legend. Right. Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats carried Eve for years. 
and she really could rap. L, L Locks, they could, I mean, other than JK, some niggas can't really rap. Like DMX, 18 albums. I don't know how many albums you got for real, hey, but like, you know. DMX is probably saying, a talented rapper he's worked with. I will give you that. I will give you that. But I'm saying, though, like, a producer can, when you find someone talented, he can carry them for a while. Or she, sorry. He carried these artists for a while. But but you know what? I think with Diddy, though, he gives up on them before he tries again. He doesn't want to, he doesn't, he doesn't want to stretch it out when he can just get somebody else. Because look at, even when you do, when you look at Biggie, when you look at, um, Faith, like his band, the girl group, the all boy group, all of that stuff. It's not that they were bad. Diddy just didn't want to put any more money into them. I mean, he, he well, Biggie, money. well, Biggie died. That's why he couldn't put any money, money in. Uh, yeah. He he killed Biggie, but you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sacrifice. That was that was that was a uh, sacrifice. Yeah, you know. You're gonna you're gonna be great, but you gotta sacrifice your most talented uh, <laughs> most talented. I need person. you to sacrifice your most talented artist. Oh, Bye. okay. Bye, Biggie. Gotta go, buddy. Sorry. He said, "Say less." That's why he was so happy. <laughs> That's why he was so happy dancing in that I'm Missing You song. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a tribal dance? Man. It's accepting dance. He's like, dum, 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 dum. I mean, he's <laughs> feeling it, boy. That is a happy dance for uh, a for death song. That's such a sad, sad song. Mm-mm-mm. And all of this that we just spoke about is black history. Technically, yes. Well, that's, that's, well, you know what, though? Go back, going back to that, though, going to teaching stuff, I think the problem with black history or teaching black history is that I think we're teaching... I, I don't think we put enough emphasis on, on the negative part of black history. And I, and I think the problem is that if we put... If we talk more, more about things that are uncomfortable, like redlining and, you know, you know the, 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 like you said, burning down Black Wall Street, that's the stuff we need to push more than the... Because, like... I feel like we talk about too much about the positive. Cause I understand what Brittany says. We talk about the positive stuff. People see black people in a better light, you know, long term. I get that. But if we talk about the negative stuff that's still affecting us more, we'll get more change out of that in the long run than so going like What you're saying is instead of just talking, instead of just saying that systematic racism exists, give legitimate, yeah, bring the car living, facts. like, yeah, bring like the car facts, facts on how, yeah. Black history should be like, oh, this is redlining, and this is why this was a bad thing. And black white people be like, oh, so like we go like, oh yeah, we invented peanut butter and stoplights. They're like, oh, the niggas did something good. No, we want to, <laughs> we need to teach them why we're struggling, so people can understand why we're struggling. But that's also a core issue of the country, though, because this country spends too much time trying to just brush racism under the rug like it never happened. They whitewash. They yeah. whitewash us. Yeah, that's well, that, that's what like, they're doing. Well, I'm saying that's the problem because, like, we can we can we can keep talking about the good stuff all we want to. But at the end of the day, though, like, <laughs> too much positive stuff. they like, you guys are all right, so why are y'all yeah. complaining? Yeah, exactly. And then it's because it's like, like as much as you want to say, like, the lack of knowledge causes racism, and like, black, black people see us a certain way because they don't know about us. I don't know how true how much truth that stands because I don't know anything about gay history. And I don't get. I don't. I don't hate them niggas. Like, I don't know. I don't know any gay inventors or. Like mm-hmm. Elton, Elton John or Prince. That's, that's, your kids real because it's a part of Chris Brown. Well, even even was, going back, he, um, he was gay. He was gay in essence, bro. <laughs> like I, 
even with going back though to to that to that point of saying like, oh, if they know more about us, that includes the bad stuff too. I'm not talking about just the good stuff. Yeah, you gotta the good stuff. They, the they don't get yeah, they don't get everything. They get what we get. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman. Same twelve people. Literally the only bad thing that they bring up is like, Oh, y'all were slaves. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all we get. We don't get anything else above that. We don't and it's almost as if they don't teach a timeline because you will think they think that this happened a thousand years ago. And this is less than yeah, 20 like, years ago. <laughs> we have great grandparents that were slaves that are still alive. You know they what I tell, mean? They don't tell you how uh, um, in, uh, in certain wars, black people played a very significant um, turning point in being in that war. Yeah. I miss what you said to be a wholeheartedly honest. I cut my, my my brain cut off when the second you started talking no. that bad. He, <laughs> he, he <laughs> said he said black people win war. So he was saying the like the the roles that we played when it came to like very important parts of different movements and stuff like that. Oh, well, they're, 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 well, that's that's a bad example. They're dropping the Tuskegee Tuskegee Airmen quarters this month. No, I'm but I'm, it's 2021. Yeah. When so did happen? Today. No, I'm saying the, the the bombers. When 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 was this? What war was that? I'm saying though, but at this point though, it's going the right direction. So that's like they're doing they're doing what you're asking them to do. No, and I'm just I'm just saying like it's been a while. So like it's well, nothing, nothing they do at this point is going to be on time. So we got we got we got to get past we got to get past that mentality. You said what? Nothing so, they do for us is going to be on time. We're, we're, everything's overdue. No matter what they do at this point, it's overdue. Uh, it's never too late. It's never too late. It can be because Royal Island just dropped plantation from their name. Yeah, I'm saying. Right. <laughs> it was a cold yeah. uh, victory. That's true. I still can't believe that was in their name. That still, that still fucks me up to this day. What? I can't believe, I can't believe no one noticed it. Notice what? Or care enough to know to say anything about it. Yeah. Well, that's because they stopped teaching it. Name. They yeah, stopped teaching it out of the official name. Rhode so y'all not going to tell me what y'all talking about. I'm trying oh. to Rhode Island plantation in Providence? Yeah. It was Rhode Island. It was Rhode Island. Uh, Rhode Island, Rhode Island Providence of Plantations, I think, or something like that. Oh, Rhode Island Plantation in the province, something, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so that's, okay, so. Their, that's their official name, since you. So what happened was last year, the 2020 election, one of the things they were going up to vote for at least Rhode Island was to change, to take plantations off of their name. And it okay. was close. And it I was remember, a close victory. I remember you telling me about this, but okay, so this is, this is my question. So how do you feel about the word plantation? Slavery. And so what would be the new word for plantation? You don't because need a new word for it. It is what it is. No, no, that's what I'm saying. There has to be a new word because all a plantation is is a place, a place where, where they kept slaves. No. No, it's it's a farming it's a farming <laughs> plantation is a farming word. But the problem is That's what I'm saying. Like what would be the new word? But there doesn't need it's, to it's, be a new yeah, word. You're missing the point. The fact is not about the new word. It's the fact that Rhode Island Plantation was in their name because there was a plantation, and a plantation meaning they mean there were slaves. Oh, so and it wasn't. It wasn't like Rhode Island was known for farming or something like that. No, no, it's, it's not. It's not oh, like, like cancel. Right, this mind. is not cancel the word plantation. 
and you know what though? We people got people gotta let words go too at, at certain points, you know what I mean? Like like plantation's ruined. Just let the word go. Use a different word. Like That's what I'm saying. Like what say, would be the new word for plantation? Farm, farm. nigga, what you mean? <laughs> farm. <laughs> no one no one's gonna I think thought, anything negative of different things. No one's gonna think negative well, of the word farm. Yeah, I don't think honestly, that you should do define, that, though. Define a plantation without using the word. You would know what it is. Checkmate. Wait, what? If I if you ask somebody to define a plantation without using the word, that's what it will be. So choose any of those words <laughs> that you come up with. Yeah, define plantation. I don't know without, any. I was, I was literally asking because I don't know any. Like, Yeah, define plantation without using the word farm. A uh, place where they... Uh, grow something. Had slave. Not, uh, slave. And they had slave hub. Slave hub, bro. Slave hub. Or mandingo breeding. And I think it's weird that people have the capacity to glamorize them. You know, people still get married at plantations, and they wait, wait. in such a beautiful place. Yeah. Hey, I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. I got one. I got one more. Negro pet mark. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> Ah, so a, a, okay, so a plantation and the a plantation and a farm are the same thing. If you oh, ever play a game, when you ever play a game, and you can upgrade. Word. No, listen. If you ever play a game, you can upgrade the farm. You you normally can upgrade it to a plantation because the plantation is just like a bigger farm. Yeah, farm, ranch, orchard, estate, colony, hacienda. We have a lot of words for it. We have a lot of words for it. Let's get yeah, the plantation. Like, I literally thought it was. I thought there was a difference between a farm and a plantation. Like a farm, you grew like crops. A plantation, you grew like you know tobacco. <laughs> a tobacco a ranch, is a crop. You had, like say? animals. Tobacco is a crop. Huh? Are you calling us? You calling us animals, huh, bro? That's what I you said. Mean. A ranch, you had animals. Yes, you just Wait, grow you animals in a plantation. <laughs> Anyway, like I said, I just think it's weird that people love them and want to get married at them. Hell, Ryan Reynolds got married in one. We have too many maids. You said what? He was language in Who? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I know. I hate that he did that. It bothered me. He apologized for it, though. At the absolute. He got married at the plantation. I think Justin Timberlake did, too. I have to look at that. I mean, Justin Timberlake from Tennessee. What do you expect? Once again, I have to look into that one because I don't know about that one. We don't talk about Justin. <laughs> <laughs> he used he, he his one get out of jail free card at, the, at his wedding, if that's the case. Oh, yeah. His, his, quiet, his quiet coon card. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. We, we, we gave him more. We did give him more. We ain't we, we allowed to tell black people to be quiet. Yeah, quiet coon card. <laughs> I, wait, I'm confused. Is he still canceled? Why is he Justin? canceled? No one's ever been canceled, bro. Yeah. No, nah, ever really canceled. in the black community, I thought Justin was canceled. Why? He, people canceled him because of his trash ass, because because of his um uh, country album. They were like, "Oh, you want to be black when it's convenient?" But hey, here's your country album, you punk ass bitch. That's what they said. It wasn't in even. The streets, it wasn't even, re- even really a country album. It was just. It wasn't because I listened to it the other day, and there was so much. There was so many eight weights on that thing. Like I said, that <laughs> that album that uh, that album just had. Country, like countryside, like lyrics and vibe, but it wasn't even a country album. I think it'll hit one like, country song on it. And, and in my and in my defense, here, well, here you go, Justin. He was making pop, made all that black music. All he said was, "Can I please make a Tennessee album? Can I please just 
I can't. Can I, just I wanna just Can make- I use my one? I gave y'all two masterpieces back to back. Can I get one? I am. <laughs> I am from Tennessee. Can I make one album where I'm from? He did, and, and he got it out of the way. If you make another one, now we got a problem. <laughs> well, you know, you know what happened. No, he pre-released it really close to Miley Cyrus saying that hip hop was poisonous and that she didn't like it and this and this. So like people went on a rampage. And then Katy, Katy Perry had that trash ass performance with the book bad kid and she was trying to Dougie and shit. Like it was, it, it, he, just, it was he just timed it really bad. It was the year of uh, cultural appropriation amongst the widest. Yeah. Group. Because yeah. Like you say, the, um, the music hadn't even come out when people were talking about it. All they saw was the, the album cover. And the name of the album because it's called Man in the Woods. And he also gave, yeah. like, he gave like a description of what the album was going to be, what the vibe of the album was about. So they adjusted based on what he said in the, in the album name, not basically off the album when it released. Okay, he did not commit that atrocity, but y'all can keep it going. <laughs> Bro, I have to check real quick. Age <laughs> of technology. He said Brady just erased that. Like, mm-mm. <laughs> Didn't happen. Oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, anything else we want to bring up? Like, like, we, we've hit a lot. We've gone all over the place, too. Um, yeah, this has been a messy podcast. Well, it's, it's about Black History Month. It's supposed to relate to our normal conversations anyway that are all over the place. Yeah. Well, talking to you is all over the place. Oh, yeah. all right. Another insult. Great. Well, I mean, you quote you quoted three people in a two minute conversation, bro, in a two minute time span. Hey, I, I quoted all Black History. You're right, man. Royce five nine is Black History. Yeah. <laughs> it should be an average. I get it. It was a good time. Don't hate on Royce, man. One of the one of the biggest uh, hip hop artists to come out of Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Wait. Okay, you said hip hop. I'm about to say, you, I just said artists in general. I'm like, what, Motown niggas? I need hip hop, though. I'm giving hip hop. Hey, there we go. That's another thing they need to talk about more is Motown. You get, a, you get a movie every now and then about somebody in Motown, but not actual Motown. Like a full, like a Barry Gordy movie? Yeah. Right, they got those Cadillac records, but they didn't give us a Motown movie? That's true. That'd be dope. Cause I wonder how you, I wonder how you juggle that much talent. Uh, I don't know. Probably the same. Probably the same way. Um, like uh, straight out of Compton. I mean, you think about it. At, at that time, you got five niggas who can't keep a group together. Your main star is getting beat up by her husband. Other ones are drug addict. Other five niggas got drug addicts. Like Motown was rough, bro. They, they, need, they need a rehab. They need a rehab program. That was That's the real life back then. I, I can't wait for a Death Jam, uh, a Death Jam movie. Like as much stuff as they talk about that. Death Jam. Oh yeah, that'd be a good movie. But it, that pissed off me. White people though. Yeah. I think Why? So Death Jam was. Uh, I mean, it was just it was just them taking advantage of motherfuckers because they bought it. We'll never get those I, movies because. They're not white enough. I don't know. The way Noriega talked about Def Jam, he was like, that Def Jam Records was a place where you could buy weed in the stairwell. That was after they bought it, though. Oh, never mind. He was yeah. like, he was like, you can I mean, go to, 
you go to the building and get you a haircut. I was like, I mean, because it, it'd be dope. It would be dope to talk about how they uh, buried DMX, though. How Jay Z buried DMX. How he buried DMX. I thought DMX ruined his own career by getting cracked out. Um, Not really. No, I think Jay Z has something to do with um, burying DMX a little bit after his, um, those first three albums. Jay Z had a PDD moment. Yeah, your savior, your savior ruined some careers. Sometimes you got to sacrifice some niggas, man. No, that's why our community can't be together. That's why community struggle. You don't think Beyonce crashed the latest plan? Crash what? Jay Z did. Beyonce crashed the latest plan. That's, that's what Brittany told me. <laughs> Wait, what? I said what? <laughs> you said you said Beyonce crashed uh, Leah's plane. I did not say that. Why would Beyonce do that? That was even that was when she Beyonce wasn't even at the nowhere near the height of her career when that happened. That's no, her point. first, that's her first album point. came out. Her no. first album came out that year. That's, solo album. that's my point. She sacrificed her list. <laughs> Someone called her, like, hey man, it's a photo of her running away from the plane in the black suit. Beyonce got her, uh, Beyonce got her image from, uh, A. Marie. No, Beyonce got original image from Aaliyah, nigga. So her whole light skin flag. No, I'm talking about like the, 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 the shiny, not the, not the hood baggy clothes Aaliyah. I mean, shit, the, uh, when Beyonce got like real girly. And like, no, Beyonce. No, like, have you, have you, do you follow Destiny's Child? Did you, do you know who her mama is? <laughs> I don't know that lady mama. Like, her, all of Beyonce's, like, styling and stuff was, like, original. Uh, so her mama made her mama everything. Got, her mama got it from A.M. A. Marie. I yeah, got I, her mama did all her styling. Still do. So her mama would be still in style from people. I got it. You don't. I don't think they're the same, though. I mean, I, I get the similarity, but that was just the style at the time in general. Remember, nothing. Is I don't original. put it past her, though. Nothing. Is I don't original. put it past her. Yeah, right. Everything that is was copied. just the style at the time. They all all the singers look like a Marie. <laughs> no. Because if you think about it, Marie. at the time, that's not during the same time period. It's not the same time period. At that time period, at that time period, TLC looked like Aaliyah. Yeah, like or vice versa. Yeah, that was the TLC was like that was Aaliyah and and early Mary and stuff. They all had that type of baggy boyish, tomboyish type look. The brat, all them. Yeah. Where does Anne Marie come up? (laughs) Can't even search. I'll look this up later. Early 2000s. Same time around Beyonce. I so, thought TLC came out in the early 2000s. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Time, it's Damn, time to... Son, okay. where'd you find this? <laughs> All right. Well, time to end the podcast. Well, you don't know your black history, sir. And that's why it's... Dude, you to, don't know your black music black history. What? Teach other black How do you not know these things? Wait, the rapper don't know the black history? <laughs> you said what? The rapper don't know about black music history? That's not good. Do who? The rapper. The rapper. Right? 
How you a rap man don't know about black music history, bro? He gonna he, he gonna sample uh he gonna sample TLC like oh yeah man I can't believe <laughs> no it came out it came out in late two thousand bro I, it was it was it was super uh you know I man not, I better not hear a clip of that I will die to I better not when we lost Left Eye two thousand nine I was hurt you know <laughs> man anyway. anyway. Anything else before, yeah, before we cut, close this out? Because, you know, Suchi just left us a, a nice way to leave. I don't think so. Jeremy, you've been quiet over there for a minute. He's leaving. <laughs> oh, he, did, he got up and left? He got irritated? <laughs> no, he's physically about to go somewhere. Um, kind of about all this black talk. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go cool real quick. Yeah, he got he to gotta lighten his skin up some more. He got to, you know, he... Over trying to do big. If things. it ain't light, it ain't right. Shut up, <laughs> this Nick. I can't stand you sometimes. Anyway, thank y'all for thank y'all for being here. Uh, we got to close out King Zeph, I be friction, Mrs. I be friction, Ego the humble bragger. You gonna you know, yo? <laughs> you gonna you gonna finish your little Love segment? That chicken for Popeyes. Ah, uh, dang, Brenda, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna introduce me. I wasn't finished yet. Jesus, you. Oh man, my phone was about to be hurting. And check out Suchi. And if, and, and, and if y'all want to hear Suchi's music, his link is always in the bio. So give that a try. And if y'all want to say anything about that, leave some comments. Anyway. Yeah, it has, uh, has a new Rick James from 2006 on there. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, this is no time to explain. Till next time. Peace you out. and I. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. <laughs>